Interesting. Okay. Folks, come on in and have a seat, please. Welcome. start huh good evening everyone today is um, for the record Monday April 25th it's 6:01 p.m. Uh, I'm gonna ask our city manager uh, I mean our uh, our city clerk to um, start with roll call please yes ma'am Jody Wilkinson here Lance Smith here mayor Whitfield here Charles Proctor. Here. Ken Burgess. Here. Alan Knight. Here. Matthew Maggart. Here. William Poe. Thank you, Ms. Hillman. And at this time, I'd like to remind everyone to uh, kindly silence your cell phones, please. And um, I need to do that myself, so bear with me just a moment. At this time, um, it looks like we have a special guest tonight to uh, give us an invocation. If all will rise, and uh, let's invite Jackie both <coughs> to come to the front, please. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you. Uh, little button right in front there. You think it's on because it's red, but it's green. I knew that. Okay, let us pray. Father, we thank you for this day and all that you have given us in this day. We pray for the citizens, the council personnel, the mayor, police officers, and our first responders, city manager, employees, and that we will all continue to work together as a unified body in a matter that will help the citizens of City of Zephyr Hills to be continue to do great things. We come before you asking this evening for wisdom. Your word says in James that if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of you who will liberally and you will give wisdom to them that ask. We ask that you will grant peace, prosperity, and that there will be a heart of gratitude for what you are doing here in this city. We pray that this meeting would be conducted in a way that it should and that can only be led by you touching the heart of every council person, allowing them to listen, to understand, and to speak with clarity toward each agenda item. With your guidance in this meeting, we know that no decision will be given through misguided effort of ourselves, nor will any decision produce ineffective results, but that will be handled within an excellent manner giving solutions that will satisfy the decisions to be met during this meeting. We pray that the plans that you have for this city would happen because we have asked you for guidance and wisdom, seeing that the continual substantial growth for this city and, this, and the citizens. We ask for effective strategies that would enable this community to move forward in every endeavor. You are the God that know all things. So we ask that you would continue to be do and do great things here in the city of Zephyr Hills and that your will will be done. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. From your lips to God's ears, Amen. please join me in the pledge. I pledge allegiance to the flag 
of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. Please be seated and thank you all again for joining us this evening. First up um, is uh, the mayor's presentation, and it looks like we have Chief Brewer with us as well. Yes, Chief, there you go. Good evening. Chief Brewer, Zephyr Hills Police Department. Uh, tonight I would like to introduce our two new officers and administer their oath of office. If um, Officer Stephen Walker and Officer Brandon Furr could please come on up. Officer Stephen Walker comes from a Jamaican family where he is the youngest of six children, but wants to remind his siblings that he's the big little brother. <laughs> Officer Walker was born and raised in Pasco County, which makes him proud to protect and serve the citizens of Zephyr Hills. He joins the police department with six years of dedicated prior law enforcement experience and is looking forward to the opportunity to serve the community. When off duty, he enjoys spending time with his family and his girlfriend. Most days, he's either playing with his nieces and nephews, eating food with his girlfriend, or watching football. Go Bucks. Bucks. Officer Brandon Furr was born in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and raised in Tampa, Florida. He served in the U.S. Army for five years with the rank of sergeant and is currently in the Army National Guard as a tank gunner. Officer Furr is, a, is currently in the process of completing his Associate of Arts degree in criminal justice. He enjoys deep sea fishing and going to the gym during his off time. Officer Walker, come on over. Raise your right hand. I, state your name. I, Stephen Walker. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. That I will support, protect, and defend. That I will support, support protect, and defend. The Constitution and Government of the United States of America. The Constitution and the Government of the United States of America. And the State of Florida. And the State of Florida. And the City of Zephyr Hills. And the City of Zephyr Hills. Against all enemies. Against all enemies. Domestic and foreign. Domestic and foreign. And that I will bear true faith, loyalty, and allegiance to the same. And I will bear true faith, loyalty, and allegiance to the same. And that I will faithfully perform. And I faithfully perform. All the duties of a police officer of Zephyr Hills. All the duties of a police officer of Zephyr Hills. Of which I am about to enter. Of which I am about to enter. So help me God. So help me God. Who's going who's gonna to pin him? All right. Officer Furr. I, state your name. I, Brandon Furr. Do solemnly swear. Do solemnly swear. That I will support, protect, and defend. I will support, protect, and defend. The, constitu the Constitution and the Government of the United States of America. The 
Constitution and Government of the United States of America. In the state of Florida. In the state of Florida. In the city of Zephyr Hills. In the city of Zephyr Hills. Against all enemies. Against all enemies. Domestic and foreign. Domestic and foreign. And that I will bear true faith. And that I will bear true faith. Loyalty and allegiance to the same. Loyalty and allegiance to the same. And that I will faithfully perform. And that I will faithfully perform. All the duties of a police officer of Zephyr Hills. All the duties of a police officer in Zephyr Hills. Of which I am about to enter. Of which I am about to enter. So help me God. So help me God. Where's your pinner? <laughs> All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Officer Stephen Walker and Officer Brandon Furt. Congratulations, you guys. Congratulations, gentlemen. Congratulations. Glad to have you. Congratulations. Welcome aboard. Ladies and gentlemen, um, We'd like to uh, welcome these new officers to the ranks and also would like to ask you if you would like to leave, we won't hold it against you. This is probably going to be a short meeting, but we want to be sure that if you'd like to leave that you have time to do that now before we begin the public hearing. Yep. <laughs> go take pictures with your, with your guys. Oh, <laughs> Goodbye. Yes, thank, thank you all you for everyone. coming, supporting them. Nice turnout, very nice. Thank you. I want to do it. Now the rest <laughs> of the class may move to the front, please.
All this kid gone through this twice. Most of his kids. Kind of workouts. Okay, we'll reconvene now. Um, thank you all. So um, next item on the agenda is item 2.1. This is a public hearing unfinished business, but um, it's come to my attention from the city manager that uh, the applicant would like to continue this. So if the um, council so pleases, if I could have a motion to continue item 2.1. We need to date certain, and they'd like to continue it to May 23rd, which Thank is the you. second meeting in May. Okay. Madam President, move to continue to May 23rd, this item. Second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor, please raise your right hand. Motion carries. Okay. Next item on the agenda. Let's see. This included 2.1 and all the uh, and all the concept items. Okay. So next item is uh, number three. This is consent items. We have the approval of the March 28 regular meeting minutes with attachments, a resolution 3.2 regarding the map meeting, uh, resolution 3.3 regarding amendment to an Odyssey manufacturing agreement. Number 3.4, right of entry agreement with Adventist Health System and Sunbelt for, Sun for the extension of the city's reused water main. And number five, approval of historic preservation board members, Eileen Westerman and Erica Freeman. Lake, thank you very much, ladies, for stepping up for this important role. If uh, there's nothing further, if we could have a mo motion to approve consent, uh, consent agenda items. Adam, I make a motion to approve all the agenda items. Second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor, please raise your right hand. Motion passes unanimously. Next item is uh, business item number four. This is the planning director's report. 4.1 is Zephyr Lakes Abbott Park Phase 4C staff report. Rodney, hi. Good evening, council members. Rod Corvo, senior planner. Tonight's final plat uh, at the Zephyr Lake subdivision is the last plat to be uh, heard by you all that is south of Cossack in this development. And it's located, if you can see on my map up there in the southwest corner, it abuts um, wire, excuse me, Pretty Pond. And this includes a portion, there's 37 home sites to be platted with this final plat, and it also includes a portion of Dairy Road that's to be built north up to just behind the Publix, at, uh, the Zephyr Commons Shopping Plaza. Um, this project has been reviewed by our surveyor of record for conformance with the state statutes, and then staff has reviewed it to make sure that it's in conformance with the PUD agreement from several years ago, and then also the land development code. And in the packet tonight, for the president's uh, signature would be the, um, the subdivider agreement and then the final plat mylar is here this evening also for signature. 
Uh, I'm here for any questions that you have, and we have the applicant's representative, Ryan, from Hamilton Engineer, on hand if you all have any questions as well. Mr. Corporal, just to, um, just to clarify, this is a, um, a development that's already been pre-approved. Um, it's already calculated into our, de our demand for water usage. So this is, there's nothing new here, right? This is correct, yes. Okay. Gentlemen, do we have any um, comments, questions, concerns? One question on the uh, Dairy Road extension. Does that, is that just dead end in there somewhere? Does it go to Cossack Road? Or? It, it'll eventually go up to Cossack Road and then north of Cossack Road as well. We're working with developers right now to obtain right-of-way when those portions are developed north of Cossack that there's right-of-way for the road. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the developer is building to their southern entrance from, from Pretty Pond to their southern entrance and the city is building from their the developer's southern entrance north to Cossack and that we have a contract with BRW uh, construction at this point. That was something that was budgeted for and approved uh, back in September uh, and we were able to piggyback a contract. I believe that came to, I was, came to council two, two meetings ago for approval on that. I would move to approval if there's no further questions. Second. Motion and a second <clears throat> to approve um, business item 4.1. All those in favor, please say aye. 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 Raise your hand. Sorry, I'm switching around. Switching it up, switching it up <laughs> okay. <clears throat> okay. And Thank you, council carries. members. Thank you. Thank you. Next up is 4.2, which is City of Zephyr Hills Economic Development and Disaster Resiliency Plan. Welcome, Mr. Vandenberg. Good evening, Council. Todd Vandenberg, Planning Director for the City. Um, as you can see on the screen there, we have a proposed Economic Development and Disaster Resiliency Plan. I'll share a few opening comments, and then we have Alyssa from Kimley Horn, who's going to uh, come make a brief presentation to you this evening. The city uh, had applied for and gotten some grant funding from the DEO, and we, we thought this is a good opportunity for us to continue to pursue um, some updates to our city comprehensive plan where we're taking some strong efforts and initiatives to really strongly look at economic development and resili res resiliency. Um, we all know that there's a lot of changes that are occurring uh, in so many facets of life. So uh, as our community continues to grow and develop at such a high rate, we, we want to closely and carefully and comprehensively look at economic development opportunities and, and making sure we're resilient so we can respond to those uh, ongoing changes that, that everyone's aware of and seeing. Um, so what we did is we just briefly, uh, I'll share, we uh, contracted with Kimley Horn. Uh, we, we involved Tammy Vrana, who's helping us, assisting us with the update to the city's comprehensive plan. We, we met with the community. We talked about the, the, the assets of our community. And I'll let Alyssa come up and talk a little bit more, more about that. But we also uh, invited the community to some... Uh, community workshops to share their input on this. Um, and, and then we had uh, a number of key stakeholders from the state government come down from DEO, Historic, and uh, DEP, DOT, 
so we had a good opportunity to, to represent Zephyr Hills and some of the, the key assets that we have with our community. And we took them on a nice tour. And uh, we, we've gotten a lot of money from DEO, so we, we wanted to take the DEO representative and share kind of what we've been able to do uh, from that funding uh, from the DEO, of course, for the, the airport and SVB Tennis Center. So uh, we think this is going to, the, the report, I hope, hope you had a chance to review it. It's in your packets. I, I think personally from the staff level, this is going to help us as we, again, continue to update and work on our comprehensive plan update. So with that, I, I believe we have a, a PowerPoint presentation. Um, okay. Yeah, so Alyssa, if you'd like to come up, we'll have her share that with you. Thank you. Welcome. Please state your name and, and uh, address for the record. Thank you. Alyssa Monahan, Kimley Horn. Thank you, council members. Madam President, I am a pleasure to stand here in front of you this evening and give you it. I know we said it would be a short meeting, so I'll keep it short and sweet for y'all. I know everyone wants to go home. Um, it's been a pleasure to work with this community and the staff, and um, I just want to give you a few key highlights of this plan that we have developed. And it is very unique to the city and a lot of community feedback. So this project was led by me, Alyssa Monahan, and Amanda Cannon. She was not able to attend this evening. Alyssa McGrath is our project manager. Um, this is Joshua Askey. He is a um, program manager from the Florida Department of Economic Opportunity, and he is one of the state agents that attended this meeting. And he is the one that holds all... He. Um, conversates with all the other state or federal agencies, whether that's Department of Transportation, Department of Environmental Protection, to get what stakeholders are necessary for Zephyr Hills here, specific to Zephyr Hills. So we're going to run through the community reading recap, how we develop the um, community inventory, the mission statement, a few key items on the economic development resiliency plan, and if any questions in the next steps. So the, this program, in short, um, has been participated in with 63 communities to date since 2013. It is a very um, good program, and as um, Todd stated, this was funded completely through um, DEO. So we've, so far, this would be the fourth meeting, we have had three meetings. The first community meeting was focused on economic development. Our first task, we asked the um, attendees, what do they feel of Zephyr Hills today? And what do they want to see Zephyr Hills as in the future? And we got a, a lot of feedback. And um, one at the top is transportation issues, say a small hometown feel, and to focus on um, your youth that's coming up. Um, within our second, well, within that first meeting, we then collected 80 different assets through um, the attendees at this meeting. Not anything like, I just wanted to make sure that it's not a comprehensive list of all the assets in Zephyr Hills, but I was very impressed the fact that there were 80 assets that were um, um, brought up during this meeting just through participation. So we use this asset inventory to identify the um, some of the top um, assets in the city to go to within the asset mapping exercise. So with that, this is when we had a community meeting number three. 
and we had Department of Transportation, Department of Economic, Economic Opportunity, Department of <coughs> State Historical Resources attend this meeting. And we went and gave them a tour. As Todd said, we went through the Industrial Corridor, Main Street, the Historic Jeffrey's House, Sarah Vandenberg Center, and the Municipal Airport. This is to give them, you know, in the field and actually look around Zephyr Hills and get a real feel for the city. The intent of having these state agents or, or federal agents at these meetings is to begin building relationships and opening doors to opportunities for the city and funding or um, just partnerships in general. And we uh, mentioned in the plan uh, region-wide region partnerships as well. So we had a draft mission statement uh, at our, for our second meeting, excuse me. This mission statement was developed through the comments of the public when we asked them what they would like to see in the future, what they would, how they feel of Zephyr Hills today. So I'm, I'm not going to read all that for everybody, but this is the mission statement that we came up with. We were going to do two. One was going to be economic development, and one was going to be focused resiliency, but with an economically stable community, you are a resilient community. So within that, within the economic development resiliency plan, we identified 11 total projects to be implemented. And with each of those projects, we identified a potential grant opportunities that can be funded, um, wayfinding signage, especially for the historic district, um, young entrepreneurs and professionals group, a community resource center. And this is all um, better detail here in the plan for you all as well. And especially a complete streets program is very important for Zephyr Hills and connectivity. So resiliency goals, we went by five top resiliency goals. So minimizing interruptions to normal operations is overcoming shortfalls during an emergency, preparing for future interruptions, um, providing for rapid restoration of service, which is when a natural man-made disaster occurs in addition to um, regular services planning restoration. Um, limit the extent of disruption and damage, which is awareness and education, um, prediction and warning systems like Nixle. Um, establish alternative means of operation and disaster, which is how, new ways and alternative ways. So, oh yeah, I'll go back a little bit. Also within the plan, just to give you all um, some background here, we identified some of uh, Zephyr Hill's social vulnerabilities, and those are determined by um, four themes. And looking at Zephyr Hills, we recommended, oops, sorry, just one second. Sorry. My apologies, I lost my page. Okay, so social water my, my my apologies. 
Um, so we look at four themes that determine that, which is socioeconomic status, um, household composition and disabilities, minority status and language, and also housing and transportations. So looking at these, it's important to identify the different minorities within your community to be prepared as to um, if you're going to need like households without vehicles. How much transportation are you going to need to fulfill to um, evacuate members? How much food is going to be needed for the um, minorities that don't have um, the funding to um, to feed them and their families in the event of a disaster? And even looking at um, shelters and um, people that live in mobile homes, it's very important to make sure that those persons are going to have somewhere safe to go with in the event of a natural or man-made disaster. So with that, I uh, hope this is short and sweet enough for you, but I want to say that we did a com community-wide survey and we had 360 responses from the residents within the city of Zephyr Hills. And it, it's very, it's outstanding. We got a lot of feedback. You will find in this plan a page of uh, um, comments from the residents and as to what they feel um, is very open-ended which was it was great feedback so we could um, we could make this truly unique to Zephyr Hills and what the residents truly want to see for them for the older and younger population and with that I will ask if you all have any questions <coughs> Thank you, though. Thank you. Absolutely. So um, about how many people did you have at some of these meetings? So the first one we had, I would say 10, 11. The second one was probably about the same. And for the asset mapping, we had at least 30 people attend. That's great. So yes. So people got more interested the more uh, it got out in the community. Yes, That's absolutely. And we've had, you know, I've had residents emailing throughout the process, staying in touch, very, very um, involved. Um, and and I, I was on the page that has the citywide survey comments, yes. which I find pretty interesting as you read through them. Um, a lot of the stuff is some of the stuff we hear all the time. Some of it's a, uh, I mean, the thing that I didn't see in there was chickens, but normally that's <laughs> I might have missed it. But it's it, another thing, and I've had three people bring this up about cats. A cat, have, I mean, I've that was, about that was mentioned issues. in the comments. So, um, but, but I think we can use this, and, and, and I hope we don't just shelve this. I mean, I, our intent is to use this on an ongoing basis, correct? I Absolutely. Mean, Whether is in here is chapter um, seven is monitoring, and we recommend that. Planning staff or whoever you all decide you would like to do, do a biannual report and report to you all and let you know where these projects are in process and um, you know, make sure that this is actually being a stepping stone and not put on the shelf. And I really believe that your community wants to move forward in the correct direction. And you know what you said was pretty important about making sure you have shelters and resources to move people in the event that there is some type of a, a disaster or whatever. But, and the time we've got to do it is, is now. Mm -hmm. If we, you can't wait, we can't wait until the point where we need it. So, I mean, hopefully, 
I mean, when I think about it, I, I just like, oh, we'll be okay, but we, we need to really consider it, you know, mm -hmm. what we would do if we had to move a bunch of people, how we would check all the residents, how we would check on it. I'm sure we have a plan, but that, that's com <laughs> and that is comforting. So, um, But I don't think it'd be hurt to talk about it and maybe right. go over it because yeah. hurricane season is coming and yeah, it'd be a good time to have the dialogue. Yeah, identify specific neighborhoods, communities that you know for sure will need that help will be, it's a great idea to have that inventory. Thank you. A couple other things. Uh, yes, What I thought, one important point that I thought you mentioned here was that historically up to 80% of net new job growth comes from the expansion and enhancement of existing businesses. Yes. And for this reason, it's important that communities support existing businesses and give them the tools they need to grow their businesses and explore new opportunities. So our existing business has have been negatively impacted by the um, rapid expansion and growth <coughs> to the point where they it's very difficult for them to perform their duties on a regular basis because of traffic, particularly during the winter, because we swell from 1,800 people to about 6,800. Six, 15 or 18,000 people to 68,000 people during the winter time. Right, yeah. So that is um, stressful on any community for sure. Absolutely. So, um, Mr. Poe, do you have any, any words for this? Uh, no, ma'am. I okay. think it was, it was covered thoroughly. Yeah. Very, thank you very much for your efforts and those of the people on your committee. Terrific job. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here this My evening. My pleasure. Okay. Thank you, Council. Are there any, any comments? Wow. No? I think okay. it's very thorough. I think you did a nice job. Good. So um, next up is the city manager's report, specifically 5.1 regarding the Eagles, AOK, -OK, and the Hills <coughs> event. Um, <clears throat> yes, in front of you, um, you have a request, the Fraternal or Order of Eagles, uh, co-sponsoring with Acts of Kindness, would like to host um, the second Will Wheels in the Hills event in downtown. It'll be held along 5th Avenue from 7th Street uh, to 9th and then from between 4th and 6th Aves. Um, the event is scheduled for May 14th from 2 to 10 p.m. Um, they are, the applicants are requesting that alcohol um, be allowed uh, at the event. It is beer and wine only um, and to have that alcohol in the streets and in Clock Plaza uh, during the event. Um, the applicants have already had a logistics meeting with the PD, Planning Department, and Public Works, um, and the applicants are working on the necessary uh, liability insurance to cover the event. Mr. Sutton is here. If there are any questions, um, I did verify the last event that was held. There were no issues um, as far as alcohol-related issues uh, with the PD, and with that, staff recommends approval of the condition um, that the certificate of insurance be provided uh, prior to the event. Gentlemen, any, um, do we have a motion to approve? For approval. A second. We have a motion and a second to approve the Eagles AOK -OK Wheels in the Hills event. All those in favor, please raise your right hand. Motion carries. Next up is number item number six, the city man, uh, city attorney's report. I'm sorry. It's item. Um, Item 6.1 and item 6.2, 
the applicant is requesting that the um, that that those two items be continued to a date certain of May 23rd okay oh, oh did you say six one and six two yes sir six one and six two we have a motion uh, looking for a motion to continue items 1.6.1 uh, 6.2 to continue to the date of what was the date again May 23rd May 23rd second motion second all those in favor please raise your right hand motion carries next item is 6.3 first reading of ordinance number 1435-22 mr. Magrid <coughs> thank you madam president this is the first reading of ordinance number 1435-22, ordinance of the city of Zephyr Hills, Florida, amending ordinance number 1366-18, amendment of ordinance conditions associated with the Abbott Park, also known as Zephyr Lakes, PUD master plan in accordance with the provisions of section 166.041 of the Florida statutes, providing for codification, conflict, severability, and an effective date. Um, yes, Council uh, staff has been working uh, through the Duke transmission pole issue with Metro and uh, there was a uh, representative uh, Mr. Uh, Attorney Clark Harvey hobby um, conditions 12 a and B um, were amended in the ordinance that is that is in front of you uh, the outline of the agreement is be between the city and Metro the conditions confirm that Metro's commitment to connect Cossack Road as a two-lane road uh, to Otis Allen there will be a um, three hundred and fifty thousand dollars will be um, there'll be additional thousand dollars added to each uh, remaining lot um, the transportation impact fees and then Metro will forego fifty nine thousand dollars worth of impact fee credits that were due to them for the uh, dedication and design of um, Dairy Road and instead of uh, designing lanes three and four of Cossack they will design and intersection improvements uh, we're believing that's going to be a roundabout at pretty pond and wire road um, this is the first reading uh, and staff recommends <coughs> approval Biggie, I'm hearing right is the roundabout what we're talking about correct the roundabout would be at, at pretty pond and wire uh, that that's um, what they will design here, correct. I'm sorry that's what we're pushing for with this ordinance, basically. Correct. Thank yes, you. sir. And just so I know that they're going to do two, they're going to design two lanes, connect two lanes to Cossack or over to Cossack or Wire or whatever. Cossack yeah, so Cossack will connect to Wire Road, mm -hmm. uh, two lanes. It will be correspondences we've had with Pasco County is it will be a two lane with a four way stop, an all direction stop um, at that intersection. That's going to be at Cossack and Wire Road? Correct. Yes, sir. The big pole? At the pole, yes. So the road, the two lanes will go in north of the pole. And there's a time element on that, too? So that, oh, sorry. So, yes, the, the construction per the ordinance is supposed to be December of this year. 31st. No, we're supposed to be driving on December 31st, 2022. So what is added in there is that it either construction has begun or it will be bonded to be constructed because of working through the permits with Pasco County. One other thing I'd like to, um, so in the original design, it was supposed to be four lanes, correct? Correct. Yes, sir. In the future, when it comes 
to possibly and probably need the four lanes. We are kind of out of any, um, I don't know how I want to put it. In other words, we won't have anything to do with it at that point, right? It depends. I mean, it's a, it's a county road. I'm sure the county will come and say, hey, city, <clears throat> you know, help us with the construction, uh, sort of like County Road 54. Um, and at that point, we would have to have a discussion um, with council. But we've stressed that we would like to help or at least get something done as soon as possible so we know correct what they want to do. Okay. Yes. Work out. I feel like I'm down here. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Did we work it out with the uh, merge onto uh, Y Road like we thought about around the pole? How are they going to do it? It, it will just be a two-lane uh, road. Ahead. Yep, straight in. Um, I'll just say that the county did not like the idea of having a merge lane on the south side of the pole. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Our assistance. I mean, <clears throat> we're uh, going to have some money, but I don't. I mean, I don't feel like we should be on the hook for a tremendous amount of help down the road there when we're trying to do it right now. In other words, I agree. We're, yeah, we're I, trying to do something right now, and then, which I have no problem with. And I just don't want us to be stuck for a big portion of something later on when we're trying to address it right now. Correct. I, I think for. <clears throat> Myself and staff believe that the road, based on a design that we've seen from a traffic engineer, the road, the four-lane improvements can be built to the north of that pole uh, without the pole being relocated. Um, does it meet every design spec to the letter? No, it does not, but we think that there's a small enough variance um, that it's still an acceptable design. And, and still meets safety measures. I'm not an engineer. You guys know that. Um, so I can't say that from an engineering standpoint. Um, but just looking at it practically, it looks like it works. Um, and the city, as a staff, we've had discussion about there's a um, bike lane or bike trail, excuse me, a multipurpose trail that could be um, reduced in width to help accommodate the um, pedestrian refuse area uh, between lanes, the, the middle two lanes. And so we think that design can work with the pole where it is. I think since we're not going to move the pole, that's at least a decent resolution. And like Councilman Burgess said, I, I wouldn't want us, I don't see why we should be on the hook for too much on down the road dealing with the county. I mean, we do help them a lot. I hope that should work both ways. Correct. Well, Madam Chair, yes. Maybe. What what are we on the hook for? Money wise. I I couldn't answer that. It's I think that's the decision that we make as a city um, in the future once that road um, gets to the point that it's it's determined that it has to be expanded. Uh, that to will the be lines. a four way there, Billy. It will be yes. It will start off as a two lane four four way stop. Doctor, yes, ma'am. Any other questions? No, oh, ma'am. Thank you. Okay. I, I yes. just and and, and you, when we think about it, the way it sits now is the development that is uh, that is there has already has the access from 301, 
it's going to have access on dairy, correct? Right. So it's not like this is the only way that they have to get in and out. Correct. Which is a good thing. I mean, I'm glad there's three. The other thing is that little segment of road is going to carry a lot of Pasco County residents to and from wherever they're going. Right. So I think it would be beneficial for the commission to at least look to help us when it needs to be expanded. The one thing we're going to have is right now wire road does not stop. There's going to be some people really not that happy that they have to come to that stop sign. So, right. so if we could, I don't know what the coordination is because you'd stop at the one, then you'd go up to the other and have to stop. So I don't know what is, and, and when we talk about the roundabout, what is the schedule for that or what would you think? I don't know. I'm looking for help. I, I don't have a time frame on, on that. <laughs> so it They're sounds to me like, yeah, it sounds to me like we're talking about we're we're adding a roundabout in a place that right now has a four-way stop to to keep traffic flowing through there, and then Correct. we're about to add another one just 700 feet down the road. Correct. Is what you're Correct. Me. Yes. Okay. You know, and, and I Makes will say just sense, because I live, I do, I I do live out there, so um, a lot of the traffic that you see that backs up on Wire Road, uh, traveling east. They, they get to the light and they turn left to go to Otis Allen and, or, you know, north on, on Wire Road. So I think, you know, coming out of Publix, coming out of the, the plaza, they'll be able to, to come up Cossack to true. Wire and either that go straight. So it will help reduce, I think, again, not a traffic engineer, but I think it will help reduce the number of trips that are going through the intersection of Pretty Pond and Wire. Well, I think the I think it's clear that the developer has come to the table and offered, um, you know, significant sum to the city to help them get through this process. The thing is, is that we might take that money and put that in reserves and say, this is what we're going to have to spend and whatever interest it grows or whatever, because it could be 15 years before we have to have four lanes there. So, you know, if, if that money is set aside, instead of spending it on the roundabout, I don't know if we have the money to do the roundabout without their contribution, but my point being that if we say, okay, we're going to save... $350,000 or $400,000, whatever we have, we're going to put it in a, in a reserve account, and this is what it's going to be spent on, is helping them create this four-lane you know, four road. And, you know, who knows? Fifteen years from now, the, the design criteria for, for you know, four-lane roads might have changed, and we may have an opportunity to, you know, modify the design slightly and make it work with what we've got without moving the pole. But in any event, if we have to move the pole, we have we're only on the hook for what we've agreed to hold. And it is a good point that there's, <clears throat> Pasco County does not have four lane of Cossack in the immediate future, not even in the foreseeable future. Um, there was a study that was done, but we were told, Clark was there too, that the city's the one that wants this, the county doesn't, doesn't need it. So it's not even in there, you know, any type of plan. So it's several years probably.
Is there, do we have questions for Mr. Hobby? Is there any specific? Comment first. Okay. And, and, you know, to agree with what you're saying, we're going to have that where we'll be growing. I'd just like to tweak the statement a little bit because it, it is, Wire Road is a county road, Cossack Road will be a county road. Instead of saying, we need them to help us, we're going to be helping them is what it's going to be. And we're going to help them with what we've set aside at this point. So that's, that's kind of what I was getting at before is when the time comes, we're willing to do something right at this moment. So when the time comes, this is, this is what we have set up. So. Okay, gentlemen, any questions for Mr. Hobby? Mr. Hobby, please uh, state your name and address for the record, kindly. Sure. Clark Hobby, Hobby and Hobby, PA, 109 North Brest Street, Tampa, Florida. Uh, I, I really just want to say a couple things. Number one, thanks to the council and, and to your staff for helping us get to today. Uh, as you'll recall, the only thing that caused this whole situation was our only obligation was to design for, and that's what we found ourselves in an impossible situation given the, the way the county's design currently is, is asked to be done. So this has been a good compromise. I did want to point out for you all that the, we're supposed to uh, design and permit the roundabout at Pretty Pond by the end of this year. So that's something that will be, soon as the rezoning is done at second hearing, we'll go ahead and get started, mobilize on that. So that'll be happening right around the corner on the design and permitting there. And yes, I mean, the whole, the reason why there's a full point stop is the county engineer determined again, she thought there was a safety issue without the four point stop. And you know, far be it for me to, I'm not an engineer either, so that's what she, she thought. But in any event, I really just wanted to thank you all. This has been a tough spot that we've all found ourselves in. And I think we've found something that will be good for the city, and my client's ready to move on and build out the rest of the project. So thank you. Happy to answer any questions. I just want to have come. I, I agree with you. Come to a good compromise, and, and I like hearing that the design of the roundabout by the end of this year. But Todd and I, really, we ran a ride on that road December 31st, 2022. So do you have somewhat <laughs> of a time frame on that? Even though I know that roundabout is going to help tremendously, that's going to be the biggest thing, really, to get that traffic the, issue Do I have there. a timeline on, on Cossack? Cossack? We're going to get started as soon as the rezoning's done on it. And as soon as we can get it done, we're going to get, I mean, want, again, if you all need to remember, we started on this project in the last boom. And so our client still has a lot of demand. And what was causing us a problem the last month or two is we have contracts that we're supposed to have been delivering lots on out there. And we're very deficient because of the delay that really, I mean, I understand why council paused everything, but it really wasn't us and it wasn't council that caused this situation we found ourselves in. So we're ready to get on, get moving, and, and close the project out. We want to finish our remaining phases and, and, and sell out, which I think we'll do pretty soon. So we're going to get going as soon as we can. So thank you. Clark, can I just ask you one thing? Yes. I'm assuming our staff is going to be involved in that roundabout design, I'm sure. Right, um, right. And I just want to make sure we've had a temporary roundabout here years and years ago, and it was poorly done and just it was terrible so this will be our one shot to do everything right and I just want to stress staff we've got to make sure the thing is right or else we're going to take the brunt of it and should 
So just uh, understood. Please, I mean, we'll, we'll work with, with staff on it. I mean, you all also know that I've got the project that's at the northwest corner where the roundabout will be. So there's a little bit of a delicate balance between the amount of right of way that's available. Right. And you know, trying to make an efficient intersection, but you know, we're going to have people working on it. And I'm sure we can come up with a solution there. Right. Thank Maybe you. Maybe you, uh, you and Mr. Vandenberg could take a ride up to the villages where they have roundabouts every ten no. feet. It well, feels like. I mean, and I know, and and I haven't been directly involved in, but Steve Henry and a couple of other transportation engineers have done four or five now in the county. So we're starting to learn our way into what what makes it what works go, and what, what works and what doesn't work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. Nothing further on that. Um, and then, so then the next question is uh, to ask Ms. Hillman, do we have any citizen comments today? I don't want to sign up to speak. Okay. If anyone would like to approach the uh, podium to, to share anything with council, you're welcome to do so. <coughs> Seeing none, we'll go on to uh, the mayor announcements. We need to take, take a, a vote. vote on that last oh, oh, so case. sorry. Um, could uh, I have a motion to approve 6.3? Move approval. Second. We have a motion and a second. All those in favor, please raise your right hand. Motion passes unanimously. Okay. Back to the mayor's announcement, sir. Thank you, Madam Chair. I just want to uh, thank uh, Jackie. Oh, just did our, did our invocation tonight. Um, she always does such an excellent job. And she thinks so much about our city uh, in her prayer. She's very thoughtful. And I just want to recognize her on the record anyway. So thank you, Jackie. I think you're probably already gone home. But <laughs> did a great job. She does. Well, she always moving. does. That's all I have. Thank you, sir. Next up, uh, Mr. Poe. Uh, no, ma'am. I do not have anything for this evening. Okay. Mr. Packard, anything from you? I just want to thank Kevin for all he's doing in uh, the... Uh, public information office he put one of our I consider code enforcement our guys because I prosecute the cases side by side with them every month so I saw Joel's a spotlight and I think he's doing a great job getting the word out there so thank you for what you do for the city and that's all I have and Kevin we, we're hoping those headshots turn out good <laughs> all right next is uh well, you only got so much to work with <laughs> Next up is our city council comments, and uh, Mr. Knight will begin with you. Yes, and I'd like to congratulate our new police officer. I think that was a good choice. How proud we are of Doctor? I would like to also congratulate our new police officers, and I know we're going to be looking at budget here soon. I know that's all of our favorite thing to do. And I mean, um, I just wondered how are we up to par on we're full staff in your department now? Short one. All right. Thank you. That's all I have. Burgess or Mr. Mr. Smith, go ahead. No, no, I was going to come back to right. direction, but that's okay. Uh, that's all right. Um, and you're doing a good job. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> a little uh, rusty. Yeah, it happens. Um, we had. Uh, a fella come in what two meetings ago about a tree on Simons Road yeah. was that two meetings or last meeting the last meeting last meeting and the the uh, property was in the county the trees huge fallen all over calls the county said for 18 months I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's right and uh, came down here one meeting 
Shane went out there, looked at it, said, yes, it's dangerous. We're going to take it down. I mean, that's the difference between the county and us, honestly. I mean, that is yes. the difference. And anybody who's done anything in the county can tell you that. Clark Hobby, who's coming in the door, would say that same thing. We were talking, Clark, how the city's more responsive on items than the county is. It just takes forever. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, right? So, but but it, it's I think it's because our staff looks at stuff common sense, okay? Yeah, it's on the county, but it's a it's a hazard. It's going to kill somebody. But it so, endangers everybody. Of course so. it does. It oh. does. And our residents travel that road every day, right? Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. And really, what that is, is that's being a good neighbor because a good neighbor doesn't care if it's going to reciprocate, you're going to do what's right for the people. So that's what I just asked the staff to keep doing, man. Anytime you have a chance to help somebody, go a little bit out of the way to do it. I mean, I think that's what we, that's what we should pride ourselves in. So that's it. Thanks. Thank you. I just want to uh, also congratulate the new officers and, and again echo what Matt said about Kevin doing a great job. And I was out there while they were cutting the tree down, and it needed to come down. That was one of the worst-looking trees I've seen. I was a little fearful for our guys, actually, out there. But uh, anyway, so what everybody said, I just uh, echo them. Thank you. And, you know. Well, um, and you know, it's, it's interesting that you brought that up because I think that when we look at our public works department and many of our other departments that, you know, they consistently score high on, on citizen surveys. Um, but I think what's more important is that we continue to remember that all we have to offer is service. This is our job, is to provide a great service for the people who live in our city. And we may not always get it right. And when we make a mistake, we agree, you know, we probably should have done that a little bit differently, and here's how we're going to fix that, because it's okay for us to change our mind and to make things better based on citizen comment, and we'll continue to do that, I think. So um, if there is nothing further, I think this is a terrific meeting. It's uh, 6.58, and the meeting is adjourned. Thank you. Quick, quick and to the point. Good job. Yes, okay. yes, thank you. <laughs> Now you can stay late and sign all the papers. Yeah. <laughs>